welcome to the 7th Phantom Canyon Production Journal. I am Jeffrey Bridges, executive producer of Pendant Productions and co-creator and co-writer of Phantom Canyon. And I am here with the lovely Susan. Say hello. Hello, co-creator, co-writer, co-etc. That's right. And tonight we are joined by Miss Leah Galino, who plays Adelaide in the show. Welcome, Leah. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Nice to be here. Yay. It's very nice. Yay. Now, um, I'm just going to mention this right off the bat now, because um, this is the first time that we have like spoken live, as it were, <laughs> and uh, your voice is absolutely nothing like Adelaide. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how you do that as someone who is not very um, skilled with the voices and the voice acting. So uh, I normally talk like that, but... <laughs> I'm putting on a nicer voice for you guys. No, yeah, no, I, I, um, I've been doing this a while, so it kind of, I enjoy, I enjoy, um, going into different characters and stuff. It, it really feeds my imagination. So I, I'm not really a ham either. I'm not really one of those people who comes up with all those different voices. Like when I was a kid, and you hear all these stories about. You know, watching Hanna Barbera and making a, I don't, I was never really one of those kids. I just had a lot of imaginary friends, and they all had voices. <laughs> ah. So by saying you weren't one of those kids, you were secret, <laughs> secretly underneath, under the covers. <laughs> well, then, um, where where did that voice for Adelaide come from? Because I would never in a million years have known it was you by the, you know, your normal conversing voice here. So, you know, I think when the audition came in, I was um, watching a lot of Big Valley stuff. Me TV. We just got me TV. I don't know if you have me TV. And I was watching a lot of Big Valley and that audition came in and I immediately pictured um, sort of, a, a, you know, one of the character players from Big Valley uh, mixed together with Imogene Coca. For some reason, that was my take on Adelaide, and uh, and it just sort of naturally came out that way. So, <laughs> she definitely has a very um, unique sound to her, and she's um, oh, I don't know what's the word, a little uh, flighty or easy to start. Be nice, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> a little neurotic, you can say that. That's perhaps okay. a little. Yes, yes. She, she. I think she's very. I think she just cares a lot about. Um, the the other characters at the risk of giving anything away. And, um, well, yeah. you know, she's more the character that is reacting how we would react if all this crazy crap was happening around <laughs> us. Well, you know, she's it's funny. going, oh my God! What the? She, when I first got the script, I thought, okay, I'm just, I'm exposition and I totally get that and that, that works. And then, you know, part of the reason I really enjoy doing pendant productions is that you really can revisit these characters and you get even more of an arc than, than you would normally get in just one script you know you sort of live with these characters from script to script to script and you it's always a surprise what's going to happen you know and so it's this journey that the character goes on and I think she you know at, when we first meet her she was she was very loyal and um and then yeah she got a little bit um paranoid i guess you could say or or or, or desperate yeah. and um and that was really uh enjoyable to to kind of um investigate how she would react to the situation around her which is not is heightened level it's not an ideal situation <laughs> that's a or nice way to put it it's yeah. not and, ideal and not one that i think she was expecting 
no, I think that's also probably safe. Really came out of left field. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. So (laughs) you get the feeling she was fine with the status quo. (laughs) She's not much. She's not much of a lover of change. Let's say. No, things were good. Why did why did all this have to happen? No, I got running water. I'm good. That's right. (laughs) This is great. Why do we need all this other stuff? got a very low bar for goodness yes. you know. yay that, 1900s yeah. that kind of that kind of would have been a little boring for the listeners so i yeah, understand that's I had to take true. her on a little journey that she went on but yeah i i really enjoyed doing adelaide i i enjoyed doing um i i enjoyed i worked on seminar on um i think it's the current production that's out right now and uh that was fun too just just it's such a varied you really come up with some varied characters and i really enjoy that very much and it's not something i would normally get to necessarily portray and certainly not in a um a full script situation you know i do a lot of video games and stuff so that's um you know it's it's kind of little pieces here little pieces there little cut scenes here little cut scenes there but to be able to take a whole script it brings me harkens back to my theater days and it's 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 fun it's a lot of fun so so, um, video games, you say you, you are in professional video game voice acting goodness? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yes, professional. I play a lot of very, very evil, evil, evil people. I'm, I'm actually a sim. Um, I'm in the Ooh. new SimCity. I've never heard myself in SimCity because I'm not very adept at that kind of thing. But um, I'm also, thank God for YouTube playthroughs. Otherwise, I wouldn't hear any <laughs> of this stuff. Uh, I'm a I'm in the uh, Assassin's Creed for PSP. I was apparently the a very difficult uh, level to get through. Oh, so I've, yeah, I've gone well on done. more. Nobody's re- nobody's really talking about my acting. They're all talking about how it's impossible to get through the level. And I'm like, okay, that's good. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I do I do a lot of um, you know I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area, and there's. A lot of video games up here. I'm really lucky to have worked on that because I was kind of a closet gamer uh, when I was younger, and um, to be able to be inside the games now is is really cool. Uh, so that's been fun. And I, but I do other stuff. I, I'm um, I'm the operator, if you call Cisco Systems. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> I I am the annoying operator that you're cursing at. That's taking. You know, hello and welcome <laughs> to Cisco, that kind of stuff. Your call uh, is being recorded for training purposes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I do awesome. them worldwide. It's great. So, um, and also I just did some pickups, so it's on my mind. I, I've been the audio tour. If you go to the Statue of Liberty, uh, it's me taking you around for the family audio tour. I'm Francis the Falcon. And uh, so that was cool. And I'm a former New Yorker, so it was really special for me to do that. And then after her... Everywhere. I am. I'm, I'm around the world and at Pendant Audio. That's right. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> oh. Well, um, for your seminar episode, um, the script you were in, you played a pretty interesting character. Um, that was the Terminal Velocity one where you played Ginger. Ginger. Yes, yes, Ginger. <laughs> so how she was fun? She was fun. <laughs> well, you know, I think I listened to... Um, I don't know if it was, I guess it was sort of the, the little director's cut that you guys do. Um, and someone said, yeah, I didn't really write her as a French character, but <laughs> we just went with it. <laughs> I thought, well, I thought she was French. I just assumed. I don't know why. I just, I came to that, to that audition. And I just, you know, I saw her and I thought, she's French. <laughs> so I like that, that go get them attitude, you know. <laughs> or just my own sort of weird 
visions. Um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a really fun. And it, I, I have to say, I'm always amazed at how you guys put these things together. And, uh, and I, I love to edit and stuff like that, but not to the degree. I, I, I don't know if I have the capabilities to do it to the degree of what you do with, with the Foley and the, the music and stuff. And it's just really great. And you put these things together and I'm just always so curious to hear what's going to happen. Same with, with Fandom Canyon. I, I'm so curious to hear what, what this is all going to sound like. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying that. And we keep telling them that, you know, we've heard like uh, the first three now and they're really, really good. But, you know, you just got to wait a little longer. They're almost done. This winter, they should be out. So cool. all together. But yeah, um, I don't know. Was it, um, was it weird? I mean, a lot of, if a lot of the stuff you do is video games, I'm guessing there's not a lot of it that's set you know, like, um, well, I guess Assassin's Creed is, but some of the other stuff isn't necessarily always set in the past. It's more like modern or futuristic stuff. So, I mean, do you do a lot of stuff that's like set a while ago? Uh, not, no, not so much. And I'm, you know, I've done a few of those like casino games, like, hey, how you doing? You know, that kind of stuff. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, not so much that it's set in, in like a historical kind of thing. And, um, you know, like I said, I mean, you, you watch Big Valley and you get sort of a... <laughs> Uh, an, an essence of what it was like but it's it's on television it's not really how it was you know and well and, this, this is audio drama it's also not really how it exactly was. and so, so that's what our sensibility is you know right. like like a french accent is not really a french accent it's it's pepe le pew you know i mean it's <laughs> it's it that's what we think of and and so um it, I haven't done it in the past, but at the same time, it's sort of in my collective unconscious of of how these people spoke and and dealt with things, you know, um, just from television and film and just popular culture in general. But um, it, it was fun. I, I especially in, I do a lot of efforts, you know, huh, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah. uh -huh. I, I, I usually record um, at midnight. That's I live on a boat. I should probably wow. throw that out. Yeah, I live on a big wooden cabin cruiser it's a Chris Craft constellation it's a 1960 wooden boat wow and it's it's quite roomy it's actually the largest space I've lived in in the last as an adult because I've always lived in apartments but um I usually record after midnight because you know people are walking on the docks I got neighbors and stuff and I can't right. be you know killing and maiming <laughs> during the day when they're coming home from work so um I say usually, but for the uh, some of the the afflicted stuff, some of the the, the vocal stuff that I had to do, um, for some reason I got this notion that I would go ahead and do it Sunday morning when my husband was uh, out playing tennis, and because he he sleeps in the bed bedroom right behind my studio, <laughs> so I thought I'm not gonna, while he's sleeping I'm not going to like force him to listen to this stuff, so. There I was a Sunday morning and I'm doing these sounds, these, you know, these, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the fireboat is, is down uh, the docks from us. And all of a sudden, so I'm doing these sounds and all of a sudden I hear like five guys running down the ramp, like emergency mode. And I just yeah. hunkered down and was just silent because I thought, that's it. Somebody called the cops. Somebody called the cops. Finally, somebody called the cops on me. But they did not. They just there was a fire and they were going to the fireboat. So it was all good. But oh. it's it's <laughs> that was almost a much more interesting story. Hey, <laughs> no, I didn't hey. know if they were coming because of her scream. That, that was would super. Be fun. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do have one neighbor that we share a dock and I do warn her when I'm when I'm doing some some weird, you know, off the normal, you know, when I'm not doing my Cisco 
you know, right. press one. When I'm not doing that, I'll go ahead and tell them that I'm going to yeah. be screaming and everything's okay. Don't worry about it. So, well, that's actually, um, I, I think it's also not giving too much away to say that Adelaide does a lot of yelling and screaming. She's very <laughs> startled by She's things, emotive. So. Okay. She's very emotive. Very emotive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do. And, you know, it's funny because I got to be honest with you. I thought I was finished after like one of the episodes. I don't want to give anything away. And then I got another episode. And I thought, wow, I just keep going, you know, <laughs> this is good. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was um, I enjoyed it, though. It was it's very cathartic. That's for sure. <laughs> Get all those frustrations out from the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So how did you get into um, voice acting? Uh, I came to it actually relatively late in my career. I was a theater actress um, mainly. That was my real passion. I went to uh, performing arts high school. I went to NYU. I've, because of my imaginary friends that my mom and dad you know, knew about, they kind of um, supported me and, and, and pushed me in the direction of, of maybe we can just have her be an actress and she won't go into some sort of insane asylum. Um, (laughs) and so I, I pursued it at a fairly early age. So I was a theater, theater gal, um, really liked the classics and then, uh, moved to LA and I did some commercial on camera commercial work. And I don't know, it just wasn't, my cup of tea. I, I wasn't, I got a little bitter to be honest with you. And, um, so then we decided to leave LA and we kind of bounced around a little bit, ended up in San Francisco. And when I bought the boat, um, it's in Sausalito and, and in Sausalito about a five minute walk from the boat is, uh, a school called voice tracks. And I thought, well, I haven't acted in a while. Maybe I'll just pick up some classes and just get my creative juices flowing again. And, um, I really didn't know anything about voiceover. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't, considering I went to, you know, some pretty, I went to NYU. They didn't really talk about voiceover there. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I took a, a class and just was immediately hooked. And I walked the, that, after that class, I walked from one end of Sausalito all the way to the other end and back and trying to talk myself out of pursuing voice acting because I thought you're just going to be waiting by the phone again, Leah, you know how this works. (laughs) And and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I just loved it so much. And at that time I didn't even know really what the market was up here. Um, I just was doing it for my own satisfaction. Right. Mm -hmm. And then to find out how many video games were up here, I, it just was a real icing on the cake for that. And um, so I took, you know, even with all my training, I still took, three years worth of classes at voice tracks there is a difference you know and especially coming from the theater where I was so big everything's so big and and you really had to talk to the ear of the microphone and um so then I went professional and I realized that uh my work that I was booking even for commercials was all character stuff so uh I thought well okay this is so this is it and and I think that probably comes from the fact that I just really love doing characters and that passion comes out that energy comes out it does you are very energetic (laughs) I am a very energetic person the first class I had actually I had to do like a little audition when I went to voice tracks and the the teacher and she's since become a very good friend of mine but the teacher said are you always this energetic and I said yes yes I am always always and I don't drink coffee (laughs) and she's like wow that's amazing so 
It is. I have to, and by amazing, she meant frightening. <laughs> it is. It's scary. And it's hard. It's really hard, Susan. It's really hard to be this energetic. <laughs> it's me tired just listening to you. I don't think I ever have that much energy, even with coffee. So. <laughs> oh, and it's like nighttime, too, even. It is. But, then, but let me tell you, when I fall asleep, I fall asleep. I'm out. Cannot She's like 100% into whatever she does. <laughs> I am all or nothing. That is it. That is it. <laughs> and I can fall asleep like in the middle of a sentence, you know, if I'm really tired. Just be out. I so. could do that too. <laughs> it makes Jeffrey crazy. Yes, I hate you both. <laughs> it does. My husband gets a little jealous of that, actually, that I can sleep so well. <laughs> well, was there anything about um, playing Adelaide that you found... Uh, I don't know, particularly challenging or different than other stuff that you've done that, that either in a good or bad way? Um, well, I had to age her a little bit, which, you know, I'm not, I, I normally um, do younger, although that's not true. I do older people too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really liked her. I, I liked her. It was, it, visualizing everything um, took a little extra you know, because it is such a, you know, different kind of genre, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, that was one thing. But what, what I do when I when I get the script, I'll, I'll read the script. I, I usually try and read the script um, in, a, in a public place so that I'm not uh, tempted to start acting out the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's best to read it in a neutral way so you can kind of suss out the whole thing. And uh, if I'm alone in my studio, then I'll start talking without having anything behind it. So um, I did that. And then I'll print out my scenes and then I'll just mark out, just mark the, the buttload out of it, you know, and I'll, I'll do, you know, um, usually I'll, I'll, I'll put in substitutions for who I'm talking to, who, which character, uh, I'm talking to and, and I'll do, um, I'll make little notes on the side of, of different kind of A, B reads, um, with different, like to threaten or to meddle or to da, da, da. But she had so much exposition in the beginning that I was having to be a little bit more imaginative as far as finding verbs to kind of pu push me toward, you know, through the scene. Um, so, but that was the only thing and it just, it made it more fun and more challenging, you know? So, and, and, and another thing I, I really love about pendant stuff is, um, being able to revisit these characters. What happens is you get to know these characters so well that you bring them back almost immediately for other auditions and stuff. Oh. So, so I now have this, this little stable of characters, you know, several of which have come through from the pendant stuff that I've done because you, you, you know, once you put these characters in your skin for a little while, they really become second nature. I was, I was doing an audition recently. Um, and my husband said, Oh, that's, um, oh, I can't remember the name of, Oh, iron wall, which was a character in a kid's book, kid's audiobook that I just finished. And I said, no, 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 it's not, it's not, no, no, you're wrong. It's not iron. Well, <laughs> and, and in my brain, it, to me, it was the character that I was doing for this audition, which was a completely different character than this Fox that I was playing called iron wall. And, um, I listened back to it the next morning and I said, well, big damned, he's right. It was iron. Wall. <laughs> you know, but I had this vision of her being this big frumpy woman. And so I kind of added that to it and it, it was iron. Wall. it was, it was iron. Wall. Well, you know, it's um, what's interesting is when you were just mentioning that uh, when Adelaide first shows up, she has a lot of um, story exposition to get out. 
And I had actually completely forgotten about that because we haven't looked at the scripts in a while. And when we listened to it, it didn't come across like an exposition dump at all. I mean, like, like you really sold that with the performance so much that we wrote it and I forgot that that's what you were doing. Oh, so thank you. That was really awesome. Yep. Complimentary of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, what are you, you going to do? You just do it. <laughs> but I, I think I think being able to, to put those little verbs in that that really helps to yeah. uh, to make it less reedy, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a, a what's your motivation, you know, that kind of thing. That this all those good. I'm going to take notes. Words. Take notes for the uh, about the taking that I notes. Do, yes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. For the little bit of acting. <laughs> take I do. notes to take notes. I'm learning a lot. I should find one of my old scripts. If I have one, I should, I'll, I'll scan one of the pages. Cause I really, I go a little crazy. I go a little crazy. And especially if it's the first episode or, um, uh, a brand new character. Mm. I, I mean, I'll write a full biography of these people, you know? Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Scan some, send it our way. That'd be awesome. That's something that'd be fun. <laughs> See if I still have some of those. Well, um, you've already mentioned a bunch of, of stuff that you've done, but are, is there other stuff out there like right now that other people could go listen to you in somewhere? I would, I would love, love for everyone to pick up William the Fox Rider, which is a uh, wonderful little audio book. I worked with the author, Brent Garrity, um, and we produced it through ACX, so it's a, available on Audible dot com and um it's just a really sweet little kids book and it has really good messages about what we're doing to our environment and um and caring about other people it's just it's a really i read the the little snippet that they had for the audition and i thought there's really something to this and um so you can go to audible and and just search william the fox rider or you can go i have a splash page on my website right now so if you just go to leahgalino.com um, it's the first page that comes up and it's just, it's just a nice little, maybe for Christmas or Hanukkah or something. It's just kind of a nice little, little something, something. Is this, is this where you were playing the fox? This is where Iron Will comes in. Yeah. There's like, I play a bear. I'm a fox. I'm a bobcat. I'm a little wow. kid, little boy, little girl. Yeah. I got a whole bunch of, the bear actually, I think is a little frightening. So, <laughs> don't, you know, moms like listen to it before you give it to your real little kids because I, I I find the bear a little bit frightening so um but I asked my sister and she goes ah they can handle it and she's a mom and a teacher so so blame it on my sister if your children have nightmares after listening to William writing, the Fox. writing that down right now <laughs> frightened by your own bear voice that's so meta <laughs> <laughs> well he was like he wanted to be I was like rah, rah, you know, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I drank a lot of water during that session ah <laughs> so yeah and you can follow me on my on my twitter handles at leah galino kind of kind of easy there and i i like to uh put in little a lot of articles about voiceover and stuff if you're interested i just wrote an article for casual connect magazine um about how to guide you know a lot of these independent developers they look at actors like they're alien beings i mean they just they speak differently they use different words they they're dramatic they're emotional you know so I wrote an article for Casual Connect that's coming out in February um, about the best way to squeeze the most out of your voice actors. So I'm excited about that and, you know, just stuff. And you could call Cisco if you really, really want to hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Any time of day or night, just give Cisco a call and Leah will be there for you. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun when I, you know, I I get monthly, every month I get a few little gigs off them and um, I'll call Cisco 
and to hear the voice to kind of get myself back into, <laughs> you know, they have to be consistent, you right. know, right. with my, me, I use so many different, my range is very varied. Um, one time I was on and I really wasn't paying attention in the operator. I must have gone through the, the phone tree and the operator answered. And I said, I am so sorry. I was just actually listening to my voice and I don't need anything. Thank you. <laughs> she said, okay. So that's about it. How are you two doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. Thank you. Excited about the, about the old uh, the show coming out? Oh, very much so. Especially after hearing the first three. I mean, they're, I can't even, I don't know. They're so good. I'm just so excited so it's yes it's very exciting i can't wait to you know put all six of them together and get the whole thing out there and it's just it's going to be really really great so are you releasing them uh weekly or are you is it going to be one big package or um based on what the audible requirements are it looks like we're going to probably put it all up together as sort of one like feature length thing so um because audible has this requirement where you have to have uh, each chapter must be 30 minutes long, and each of our episodes comes in a little bit under that, so we have to, like, put two of them together. So we thought rather than do three, you know, different releases with two chapters each, we just put them all together into one big thing with, you know, like that. So um, we still have to work out those little details, but it'll probably all be coming out as one one thing all together. And we should tell people it will be coming out on Audible. Well, yes, we've... we've the end of this before, year yes. or... No, you, you winter, mention it every time. Every time. Every time. They're going to get tired of it. <laughs> well, maybe they will, but this that's not winter, my problem. Repetition yeah. is very good for learning. Yes. Did you know that? Repetition Did is very good for learning. Repetition. It's good for learning. Yeah. Okay. Repetition, yeah. Repetition. Repetition. Phantom <laughs> Canyon. Phantom Canyon. Phantom Canyon. Oh, say that five times fast. Bah! So this winter, yes, it will be coming out on Audible and iTunes and Amazon. So uh, we don't have, you know, a exact release date for that yet. But once we have everything in, we get it all together and uh, hand it off to them. And as soon as they let us know when it'll be going up, we'll be letting everyone else know when it's Very out there. To I mean, check. just the theme music alone is 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 eerie and yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> so cool! It really, really is very cool music. So I, I mean, if that's that's the beginning. And the end? I can only imagine what's going to be in the middle. Yeah. Yay. It'll blow your mind. Ah! Crazy! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for being here, Leah. It's been My absolutely delightful to talk to you. <laughs> a treat. A real treat. Thank you for having me. And uh, you folks out there, uh, go check out her website and her uh, audio book where she's every animal that ever existed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, you'll hear her this winter in Phantom Kid.